there's been a major reorg at Microsoft. Xbox Live Gold is kind of going free, and Apple and Microsoft, they're still fighting it out over xCloud. Happy Friday, friends. It is, well, it's the first full week of August is now behind us, and this was an exceptionally busy week in the world of Microsoft. There's been a lot of Apple and xCloud stuff. There's been a lot of reorg inside of Microsoft. There's just been a lot of stuff, but I hope you had a good week, and let's just dive into the news. The first item on the agenda is that Microsoft is splitting their massive IT Pro Conference, known as Ignite, that is happening in September, into two minor, well, not minor, but just smaller events. Typically, Ignite is one week of IT Pro intensive learning, and they're splitting it into two events, one at the end of September and one in early 2021, but they're not giving us the exact dates, but Microsoft is being very clear that that event is not replacing its build or developer conference, you might be able to call this Ignite Duo, if you will. Uh, anyway, so just be on the lookout for that. Also announced this week that was a massive reorganization inside of Microsoft. What is happening here and is that um, parts of Azure are now moving back rightfully, in my opinion, back into the Windows org under Panos Panay for the most part. Um, Michael Fortin, uh, is moving back over to Windows. If you recognize that name, you'll understand why that is significant. But Cosign, which was a part of Azure, some of those key individuals are moving back into the Windows. And more crucially, I now believe that Project Reunion is now actually going to be back in Windows. If you're not familiar with Project Reunion, Project Reunion is sort of the future of app development for Microsoft and Windows in general. And it was under the Azure org. It didn't make a whole lot of sense. And Kevin Gallo uh, is moving back over to the Microsoft side or the Windows side, which makes things align a lot better. The idea here is to make a more cohesive experience from the ground up for Surface, which is building hardware and software, so that it's just a genuinely better product because the whole stack of development, for the most part is now under Panay. Uh, we will see how this shakes out. It's going to take some time for this all to gel, but there were a lot of other moving parts. Azure Core is now a new thing on the Azure side and just a, a pretty significant shakeup. This this type of stuff doesn't really make its way out to the outside world. Not the, not the reorg, but like sort of how the shift is changing things. But from everyone I've talked to at the company who has seen these people move around, um, this this was a big one. Also, names you might have heard of, Ralph Groen, or Wolf, as I was going to say, and Stevie Batiste, they're not going anywhere. Their roles pretty much remain unchanged. Realistically, what's happening here is Azure is having less, less teams under it, uh, and Windows is getting more. Also, this should help bubble up Windows a little bit more in the senior leadership team. While not exactly perfect out having a seat at the senior leadership table, uh, it is a little bit closer now uh, to have, once again, having that, which is really weird considering how much money Microsoft makes from Windows, not being up. That being said, um, there was a report out now from the Financial Times saying that Microsoft wants to buy all of TikTok, not just parts of it, which actually makes a heck of a lot more sense. It's really kind of awkward to own like just certain geographical regions of TikTok. It really just makes sense just to buy the whole org and then just own it uh, globally. We will see, because uh, it was rumored that Microsoft would be spending about 30 billion just to get the US and some other assets. The whole kit and caboodle could be closer to 50 billion, uh, but we don't quite know, 50 billion based on the last funding round uh, to make TikTok where it is today. So $50 billion is, I, I believe, hands down, easily the largest acquisition Microsoft will have ever made, if that goes through, if that goes through. Also, uh, Parallels, uh, the company that makes a lot of virtualization software, is bringing uh, desktop virtualization to Chrome OS for enterprise customers. This is an interesting one. So effectively, what you can do is take a Chromebook and then virtualize some software. 
and be able to run your enterprise apps on a Chromebook. Sounds great. There's there's one just like kind of massive overhead issue with this. So yes, you go out and buy your Chromebook, then you buy a license to Parallels, and then you still have to license all these apps. It's not like you can just run them on Chromebook and ah, I don't have to pay Microsoft or whoever for these apps. Like you still got to buy the license. So um, it, it it's good for Chrome OS. It's probably good for some customers in, in specific cases, but I don't think this is going to be like a company wiping out Windows uh, from their org and replacing it with with Chrome OS by any means. So uh, on to the gaming news of the week, because there's, there's again, it's been a pretty big gaming week in the world. Uh, Microsoft officially announced this week, xCloud is coming September 15th. We all know that it's part of Game Pass Ultimate. And then there was this massive issue with uh, Tim Cook and Apple and the App Store. And so here's how it's kind of shaken out in the span of a week. First off, Apple went to Microsoft, I believe, and said, nope, you can't you can't run that app. We're not going to let you. And they shut down their game streaming preview. And so you can no longer play xCloud on iOS. And Apple initially responded and said, hey, the reason why we're not letting this app in there is that we have to review every single individual game coming in through xCloud, and we need to review it. And despite you know there being already third-party writing services that have been around for decades of games, we're not going to trust them, and we got to review every single game. And Microsoft said, nah, well, that, that's not going to happen. So here's my problem with uh, me paraphrasing Apple's uh, statement about why they're banning this, because it's not just, let's be clear, it's not just xCloud. It's also Steam. Uh, it's also Epic. Uh, there's also Facebook gaming that has also actually just come out this morning as well saying hey look we, we want to have some gaming stuff on iOS too but we can't because Apple's being a bunch of jerks um, here's the here's the the other that we know the real reason is that Apple wants Microsoft to pay the subscription fee for all those people who sign up through iOS or similar services and Apple wants a cut of the revenue we know that's the reason they're not going to come out and say that but the problem with Apple's response is that hey that we need they need to review every single game excuse me do they do they review every single item that comes through netflix netflix is a pretty darn good comparable um you sign up for netflix and then you can stream content you don't actually bought there's no in-app purchases with xcloud it's just you stream the content and i i cannot imagine that apple is reviewing every single item on netflix as it comes through their ios device uh, that just doesn't make sense. And so Microsoft responded uh, late yesterday, sending over the statement says, our testing period for Project xCloud preview on our xCloud preview app for iOS has expired. Unfortunately, we do not have a path to bring our vision of cloud gaming with Xbox Game Pass Ultimate gamers on iOS via the Apple App Store. They're, they really just call out Apple and say, look, your generic platform for mobile computing does not allow for our type of service. And this is going to be leading up to the antitrust uh, battle that Apple is going to have to deal with with their app store because this is severely limiting for the consumer. And it, it just kind of sucks. I mean, that's the only way. Um, but the other thing on the xCloud side is we don't know where the PC variant is. Uh, I, I know it exists. I've actually used the PC variant of xCloud before. And we can't, where is it? So there's a, there's a couple questions that maybe answer it. One, the, the big obvious one out there is what about licensing? You got to remember that just because Microsoft built some, built this technology doesn't mean that they can put third party games onto the platform. They got to get licensing because if the game wasn't licensed for streaming, then they got to go out and pay the dollar dues and, and make it happen. Um, now that doesn't really make sense for first party titles. If you remember, because Microsoft owns them, you know, whole hog. Um, but that could potentially be one, but I don't quite understand why the license or the uh, the PC side just isn't coming to fruition. We we know it exists. We know that type of model works, uh, but right now it's definitely focused on Android and Android only. So we will keep that 
you know, in your back pocket. Speaking of Xbox Live Gold, there's been a lot of noise, and I've been part of that noise, uh, that, hey, it looks like it's going away or something is absolutely changing fundamentally with it. Microsoft has made too many changes on the back end. They changed their terms of service. They've changed some other things. Now, Microsoft officially came out and said, and I think this might be one of those things where you got to look really granular at what they're talking about. Because people question them uh, over their changes to the terms of service, changing it from Xbox Live Gold to Xbox Online Services, which led to the idea that, hey, Xbox Live Gold is probably going away and they're going to rebrand it or something like that. And Microsoft said, hey, that change doesn't, is, isn't related and that Xbox Live Gold is not changing right now. Right now being, you know, potentially the keyword. But here's the deal. Uh, Microsoft announced that Xbox Live Gold is going to be free or online play specifically is going to be free. Microsoft is unlocking Xbox Live Gold for multiplayer for all Xbox One consoles this very weekend. Every game will be free to use multiplayer from August 6th to August 10th. Man, I mean, that really sounds like what's the point of paying for gold? Microsoft has already figured out how to decouple it and so that online play can be free from certain dates. And this might just be the path forward for Microsoft and how they are going to position Xbox Live Gold. We will see. This is classic Microsoft where they have all this sort of mixed messaging out there about Xbox Live Gold. And, and while they technically say it's not going anywhere, then they come back and tell you like, hey, look, you don't even need to play it this week. And um, it's just classic Microsoft where there's one message from PR and another message from what the marketing teams are actually doing. And everybody is asking about the August event. It should be later in the month, I believe. Um, obviously, it has not happened in the first seven days. Me saying later in the month uh, doesn't really... <laughs> it's a pretty obvious statement, but I've got a pretty good idea of exactly what it's going to be. Um, so you shouldn't have to wait too much longer to figure that out, I don't believe. So on to the questions of the week, because I remembered to do that thread. And here we go. Let's refresh the thread. I always tweet it out. You can find me on Twitter at BDSams. And Wes says, hey, Brad, I hope you had a nice birthday weekend. Thank you, Wes. Uh, is there any news regarding the fall oh, hardware event on the Surface side? Specifically, I'm wondering about a Surface Studio refresh and perhaps a standalone monitor. So you're going to, so there is a fall event. Um, it's going to be later. It's typically August, November. Um, I, I've heard, so I've heard that plans have changed recently uh, relating to some of the things that are going to happen in the fall, mostly because of what happened with the pandemic. So uh, I still don't have a whole thing on it. And then what about the Surface Hub 2 and camera? Um, is there any new information on these two products? Stick around, I think is the fair thing to say for on the Hub side. So yeah, just 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 stick around. Um, thanks for the daily reporting and humor. Thanks for laughing at my terrible jokes. Uh, Rick says, I'm waiting till the 4Q end of the year to get a new laptop. I know the new AMD chips are giving Intel a run for their money, but do you think this means these machines will have Thunderbolt 4 and other features that Intel versions will have? Uh, any new laptops in particular you're looking forward to? Um, first off, I'm looking forward to the Surface laptop refresh that will have the much, 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 much better uh, AMD chips that are now available. Now, the, the, the interesting question you asked here is Thunderbolt, because you remember the latest USB spec kind of sort of supports Thunderbolt. Uh, I would be surprised. Well, I don't, it's hard to tell if the AMD version is going to have Thunderbolt yet. That's a really unique question only because it could have the latest USB interface, but not technically support Thunderbolt. It's a really kind of sort of tricky uh, question here. And so it's a, it's a good question, but I don't have the exact answer you're looking for. But if I were waiting for a laptop, I just, I genuinely like Surface laptops. That is what I would recommend uh, once it comes out. Just wait for the, the, the chipset. As long as it's a newer AMD chipset, you should be more than happy with the performance and battery 
life. The new stuff from AMD is uh, really on the mark. Uh, Usman says, hey, Brad, I'm a software engineer. I tend to break things into their basic components. Uh, for example, xCloud is retrieving a video stream and setting packets on, yep, on, based on button input. None of the video stream and button input tech is going through Apple's network. They allow for video streams like uh, YouTube, Netflix, and Amazon, which allow which Apple doesn't control the nature of the content. So how is this any different for those video streaming apps? It's really not. This is Apple being political uh, and them trying to holistically own their app store and what can and cannot be allowed. The problem is because I don't like to use the word public domain, but iOS has pretty much become like a, a de facto OS. It's not a, a niche player where they can get away with that anymore. I mean, they've got like, what is it? Like a billion and a half devices running it. Apple can't Apple being the, the sole arbiter of the App Store is their weakness right now in their antitrust case. Uh, Apple runs, as he goes on, he says, Apple runs a general purpose operating system, which I agree, used by my billion people, and they love to brag about being the post PC. How, how can bloggers not be up in arms for an operating system used by a billion? Uh, what type of software can run? No, this is, this is exactly the issue. Is Apple has this massive OS, and they were being, you know, they're, artificially giving themselves a head a leg up on everything that they do it doesn't matter if it's music like you can look at spotify in the app store right if you go and search for it you're going to see apple music but not only that spotify makes less money because apple doesn't charge themselves their own royalty you can see that stuff for gamings um, apple doesn't even allow x cloud and they've got apple arcade and so they're not they're they're being anti-competitive which is going to be the key here is is Apple limiting xCloud and Epic and Facebook and all these guys from bringing their own game store? Is it bad for the consumer? And more importantly, because bad for the consumer isn't always the most best case, but is it anti-competitive? That, that is going to be the key here to watch going forward. Uh, R. Baker says, Aloha, Brad. Uh, if you're in Hawaii, we need to arrange a meetup so I can go to Hawaii. It's whatever. Uh, safe to travel again. Uh, do you think we will see some sort of xCloud cloud gaming integration on a TV streaming-like device? I think you will see xCloud integration directly into the TV. That is the plan. The plan is that you open up your Samsung TV uh, and they say, hey, here's your xCloud app. Go click on it. Go buy a controller. And bada-bing, bada-boom, you've got xCloud. Now, um, the reason why I think Samsung might be first is look at the announcement Microsoft just made with the Galaxy Note 20 Ultra, which is a mouthful to say, where you get a, a version of Game Pass Ultimate included. Uh, Microsoft has worked very closely with Samsung, and I think Samsung TVs are probably the natural launching point for an app on the TV, which Samsung already loves. Microsoft gives them a couple kibbles, and, uh, you know, kibbles meaning dog food. And then they, they put their app in there, and then Microsoft has another access point um, for it. And, and Samsung on the backside gets another reason to help sell their TVs. So I, I definitely think we will see some of this stuff. Uh, da, 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 da. Hey, Brad. Uh, Kadupa says, why is, why is even Microsoft thinking of TikTok? Is there any logical reasoning you can think of other than its reach and possible ad network? Absolutely. So one of the things that Google has that Microsoft does not is a massive, massive, massive video library that they can train their AI on. Microsoft, if they own TikTok, they can then use their AI to use learning algorithms and, and ML and all that good stuff on TikTok video to help train and make it better. Yes, Microsoft has video and they can go buy it, but Google has access to YouTube. And YouTube is a massive video library constantly being updated every single second of the day. And Microsoft needs a data pipeline like that to help understand and build their AI and ML models. There's also a lot of the, you know, the consumer connection stuff, uh, which is a whole other can of worms, but that is particularly just another reason why Microsoft want 
all of TikTok. Um, da, 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 da. Uh, Sydney 2K says, hello, Brad. Best regards on your recent birthday. Thank you. Uh, you have pointed out... Uh, you have pointed out for each of the Xbox iterations, a logo can be found on the contro- on the console's motherboard, denoting the code word for the console. For example, a scorpion uh, is the one X, a snake for an anaconda, Series X. In your opinion, what is a Lockhart logo going to look like? Uh, this is a good question because if you go back, one of the earlier videos I did this year was that I believe that Microsoft accidentally confirmed Lockhart because when they when they showed off the Xbox Series X, there was an Anaconda or a giant snake logo on the etched into the motherboard, which means that hey, Anaconda is actually the name of that, which means the Lockhart information that I had was actually right. I don't exactly know what the Lockhart is gonna look like. It's is it like a a, a heart in the shape of a lock? I don't know. There's clearly some bigger meaning to what Lockhart actually. Uh, comes from and so we will find out once microsoft actually starts telling us more about that hopefully uh in the next couple weeks here sherlock holmes says i know you're an iphone user after years and many different android phones i made the switch to an iphone xr i like it so far do you have any advice uh, anyone looking to make the switch smoothly so here's here's the biggest reason i run there's two reasons why i i typically run uh, ios um, I, I do have android phones here i mean there's one right here it's that one my entire family is on iPhones, which makes using iMessage and FaceTime and all that stuff just dead simple, especially with my parents who are quite a bit older. Uh, That is probably the primary reason. The secondary reason is apps just run better on iOS. If you go from Android to iOS and you download Twitter, for example, on both platforms, it it just fundamentally runs better on iOS and that's why I stick with it. It's really annoying. I'm not gonna say that iOS is perfect. There's a lot of stuff annoys me, especially the xCloud stuff. Um, Apple's heavy handed nature of telling me what's best for me is always really really annoying but their hardware and software integration is top-notch and that's kind of why I stick there things for making it more fast and fluid uh, that's an old IE term um, from switching from Android to iOS my recommendation would be to try to just use a single account for what you need to do meaning if you're a Gmail user, just stick with those same accounts. Don't try to set up new accounts based on your iOS. Stick with the stuff because for the most part, all the apps on iOS exist on Android. Other than that, it's just really kind of learning the unique intricacies of the UI. So it's always, you you can't teach someone how to use settings better or something like that. You just got to understand the swipe gestures. And then it's realistically, it's honestly like 90, 95% the same, I would bet. Uh, let's see. Hi, Brad. Uh, Esben says, do you think it's likely that the built-in screen recorder and PowerPoint will move to Snip and Sketch app on Windows 10? This is a great question. Or that the Snip and Sketch will gain screen recording tool. Uh, it will not be an official Office feature. It's a good question. So Microsoft is building out some of their screen recordings and localized tooling. There's some interesting things in Windows. So you have like Snip and Sketch. You have some of the screen recording stuff in PowerPoint. And then you also have like the screen recording stuff uh, in the Windows Game Bar. But the Windows Game Bar, for whatever reason, you can't record the desktop, which is really frustrating. Like, it's so close. Like, if you're running inside an app, it's perfect. Like, I, that's how I use uh, screen recordings all the time for whenever you see I do a video and there's, like, scrolling of a web page. It's Windows Game Bar because it works great. But you can't do the desktop, which is really frustrating. I'm hoping that they're just kind of building, out, fleshing out that whole thing, by the way, because I want all those features, to your point, in Snip and Sketch because it kind of thinks, uh, it, it kind of makes a lot of sense. So... Yeah, it's a good question. An old Amiga user says, do you have any hopes for Windows 10X given the recent retrenchment? It's Windows 10X has just kind of been waffling around, which is sort of the frustrating part. And, uh, you know, 
I want Microsoft to take a big risk with Windows 10X. That's the thing is Windows RT and all this stuff just kind of, it, it wasn't, a, it was a risk, but I think it was the wrong risk to take because they tried to make it Windows-like. And I think people are ready for a post-Windows-like world. They're ready for something different. Um, and so do I have hope for it? Yeah, maybe. Um, the problem is, is we don't know too much about how and when it's going to ship. Yes, it should be arriving next year on some hardware. Um, but again, there's so many things like performance, like what are they going to call it? Is it truly just going to look like Windows? Because that's sort of a challenge. I don't know. You know, it, it's there's I think the, the proper answer for me on this question is I don't know enough yet about the new direction now that Panos has taken it over and they've ripped out uh, Veil, which was the the uh, virtualization technology. So we will see. He says, I am concerned that if it is based on Windows, it will never be simple enough to make inroads against Chrome OS. I, I would echo that statement as well. Uh, Nishad says, what happened to the Microsoft Password Manager? So the Microsoft Password Manager technically exists still. It's in the Teams consumer version, but it's not it's not a password manager like 1Password, and it's not a password manager like LastPass. Right now, it's pretty watered down, and it's just an easy way to share some sort of confidential stuff, but it's not like there's a browser plugin um, that we all would desire that allow you to do that, unfortunately. Mark Blue says, will the Surface Duo require a Google account? Has any method of denying Google access to user data have been addressed um i would i believe it's gonna have to have a google account if the if being the qualifier if microsoft is going to have access to the google play store and launching the service duo without the google play store would be uh like that would take the risk level of launching new hardware and ramping it up to 10 here in the u.s because people would be like oh this is android but i can't download all the billion apps or whatever there are in the store um and we would like to know if the device itself is is intrigued oh i would like to know if this this is happening because the device is intriguing. I agree, the Duo is intriguing, but be prepared to use a Google account. Pretty much, like there's no way around getting Android and not using a Google account. I mean, technically it's possible, but um, it's not, it's just not worth it. It's not worth that risk. Mr. PKI coming in asking a question yet again. He's probably one of the most consistent uh, listeners who's asking questions. I know you are not interested in the new Android devices from Google, but the new Microsoft Duo, but will the Microsoft new duo support 5g if not won't it be dead on arrival so that's a good question i don't believe i don't believe the specs have changed on the duo since it's been announced um that would require pretty significant tooling now if it doesn't have 5g uh will it be dead on arrival i don't think so but not having 5g definitely limits somebody buying in and holding it for and using it for like three plus years uh, i mean i mean there's some people who held on to windows phones for a very long time without you know without even support for that matter um, it definitely limits the life cycle of the device because 5G is coming regardless of whether or not you're going to use it, it it is coming and what the problem here is that a lot of times a company like Verizon will just use them AT&T everybody does this is once 5G starts getting you know mainstream adoption they start decommissioning LTE or 4G towers to replace them with 5G which means that the duo will start to lose connectivity in places it once had it now this isn't something that's happening next week because there's still far too many iPhones and Android devices out there without 5G but in the next couple of years that sh that is going to shift pretty significantly and pretty quickly so it's not dead on arrival I don't, let me put it this way i don't things that are going to make the the duo dead on arrival it's not the lack of 5g i i worry i worry or wonder i should say things about the camera the camera is going to be pretty key because a lot of people you know it's the, the the best camera you have is the one in your pocket and if the duo camera isn't great 
there you go. Uh, so the camera is going to be very, very interesting and battery life is going to be really well need to be understood and performance, right? It's potentially going to have older Snapdragon chips. And so performance battery life, uh, those are the two big things. And then the camera obviously falls into that category as well. And then how's it going to work with xCloud? Good question. I'd be curious to see if it works with something like this. Uh, it would be interesting if it could, I mean, this uh, I think these top parts might might actually make it not work. And then you have something like this where it potentially it could clip into here maybe if the screen's bent. Um, we'll find out. That's why I want to get my hands on one to see how this thing uh, sort of performs in the real world uh, with some of Microsoft's you know premier services such as xCloud. And then as Bat says, what is the latest news on Lockhart? Uh, what about pricing on the Series X? We should know a lot more here this month. That is kind of where I'm thinking things are headed right now. Um, because people need to start saving and Microsoft needs to just come out and, and just take it head on. That's really all they can do. But to everybody else, thanks for tuning in. Hit that subscribe button if you don't mind. It really helps me out and have yourselves a wonderful August.